Welcome to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with your host, Sanjo Gall. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are strictly those of the host, guests, and callers. Now, here's Sanjo Gall. Hello and uh, welcome to CTN. To learn more about the show, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. And today's topic is why cybersecurity is important for business growth. So let's compare cybersecurity with the brakes of a sports car. They are there to keep us safe, not truly to slow us down, and we can make sure that we can run at the speed we want to and yet feel safe. That's exactly what cybersecurity is supposed to do. So let's look at the current scenario we have. We have unprecedented times due to COVID. We have digital craziness going on. I will, well, I'll call it craziness, but at the same time, I see that's a good thing where it could allow us the growth and also disruptive change. So with that said, in this environment where business wants to go at 100 miles an hour, what is the role of cybersecurity? How can we convert it from something which you potentially is going to slow you down, or at least that's the perception is, or it is going to stall you to someone, something which will actually make it a catalyst for business growth? Is that even possible? How do you go about doing it? What would be your challenges? And then how do you solve so that CISO has the seat at the table? They are able to see, uh, they can be seen as the ones who are helping accelerate the business growth. So to discuss all of this, we have Juan Carlos, JC, who's the Chief Information Security Officer with MetLife. Hey, JC, how are you? Hey, how are you? Fine, thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm very happy to be here with you guys. Thank you so much again. So let's jump right in. So let's talk about the current scenario. What do you think, especially in the last year or so when we had all this uncertainty, what is the executive management wanting from the cybersecurity function and the, the people who are leading it, like yourself? Well, this is, this is a very good question. Definitely always... Um, Executive leadership wants um, zero tolerance of, of risk and issues. But of course, we, we know that this is not something completely accurate. We, we, we need to minimize the risk. We, we need to perform uh, the, the best controls and, of course, involve the people. But the, the most important thing is uh, desired financial performance. What I'm trying to say, when we are talking on cybersecurity, they, they want to spend least possible but also they, they really want to have enough controls for everything. So I think, I think we, we are doing something like a, 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 a grown conversation under the, what is the best option financially possible with the best results? So I think that's good to be a good beginning. So are they, are these executive management leaders are they coming and talking to you about, hey, this is how fast we want to go. These are the things we want to do. And we understand that security has to play a role. But do they have a tone to say, hey, just let's minimize your intrusion into my speed. Don't slow us down. Or do they say, hey, while we are going to go 100 miles an hour, are you sure you have everything in place so that we don't lose our shirt in the process or we don't 
lose more than we gain because security breaches have been mainstream media is what what it's telling us. A lot of companies are having these breaches. So the executive managements are equally, what I can say is they are equally scared that yes, they want to grow. Yes, they want to do things, but they still don't want to be on the Wall Street Journal saying these guys were breached. So what's that conversation that's happening between you and them with respect to are you seen as someone who's slowing them down and or keep us out of newspapers or keep us out of media? What, what is it that they're saying? Correct. Well, to be very honest, it's uh, complicated before, I mean, it's easier before pandemic, basically because we now have something that the most of the executives of every company and every industry and every country have in mind. So, of course, MedLife as a global uh, company, a global corporation, and I'm going to be focusing a little bit more in Latin America because I'm, I'm representative for Colombia. But, of course, I will, I will talk a little bit over the, 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 the same possibilities in, in other countries or with my colleagues. Um, well, first of all, we need to, to understand or make them understand where we are and what are the risks that are right now in, in, in outside, but that, are, that they are possible to, to have on our corporation, on our business, on our, um, of course, country. So with that in mind, it's important to, to get into the possibility that already happened to our neighbor, I mean, other insurance, other financial services, and then we could get this conversation over the financial performance and the expected results. So normally we are more focusing compliance, more focusing, hey, we need to do this regulation and we need to, to adopt this process because we have to. But what is the really meaning to do that? And as I mentioned, pandemic helped us to have in the mind of the executives what is possible and sometimes in, in business like insurance, it's, it's feel like it's slower than banks in terms of risk, in terms of um, the attackers, in terms of uh, cyber criminals. But right now, that make us, uh, that make us put everything in everybody's world with, with uh, people going on working at home or every vendor doing remotely. So... Right now, with that in mind, we could talk about money, about money to be invested and about money that could be lost in terms of whatever, whatever could happen in terms of cyber criminals, in terms of any kind of data breach, any kind of, of, of risk. That's the first step to get the conversation and to, to be more, um, to be in the middle between make business growing and make the business secure. And of course, we, when we are talking about all of, all of that, we, we could talk about digital, uh, digital business that right now is not just because we want to, but because we need to, because we are now working under home or we are doing on quarantine and we need to get to the clients online, etc. So, Right now, it's a better conversation in terms of, okay, we need to do that digitally and we need to reinforce. And as you mentioned, do not stop the business to go move forward in the same time, like in parallel, security and new business. 
Would you say that they're playing to win or playing not to lose? What I mean by that is, are they preventing risk as the focus or saying, let us steer into the skid, which means we know times are tough, but things when they go tough, then the tough get going. And that's why we should invest even more. We should get even more aggressively. So Mr. CISO, why don't you come alongside? Just make sure that we don't topple over, just apply the right amount of breaks or just be there for us as we go more aggressive. What's their risk appetite and what's the approach they're taking to handling their business today? Well, as I mentioned, it's like a volatile expectation of results. And definitely, I I love to, to say that the times are changing and the people in the leadership of organization is also changing. Because to be very honest, um, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, when I begin everything under security, um, it was more like something that they want to do just because somebody else, like regulators or like uh, corporations or like the, 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 the competition is, is what need to be. And as you mentioned, not to lose. So I, I'm pretty sure 15, 10 years ago, every executive make that uh, like, uh, I don't want to lose in any kind of this situation. I, I don't want to, to, to have a debt. I don't want to have a uh, under compliance or out of compliance, sorry, on the regulator, on the government, everything, on the standards. I'm pretty sure like pretty much five years ago, the business and the business leads, of course, the, the executives begin to see this as a potential. And I really love to say that right now business, look at me and I, I again, I will talk about uh, Colombia because the, the, the business leads, actually, I felt that they trust me and, and we work together as partners in order to make more. So I really want to say that right now, I'm I'm pretty sure that we are working together to do more, to be more efficient, but with the en- enough security, to be there for our clients as close as possible, but respecting everything that is their data, their, their information, our strategy is as protected as possible, but always moving forward, always looking forward for the business, for the growing the company, from growing our our trust from the clients. So we are really getting a customer sense. I mean, customer centric, centric, <laughs> sorry. We're very focusing clients right now in both to bring them more service, but better services, but of course, secure, protected and align what that they need. And of course, align with regulations, but more in terms of being better. So that is the executive management looking at their business and looking at how you would contribute. So now, whatever that level is, how can you improve your position? Or when I say your means your cybersecurity group's position from just someone who can prevent us getting in media or prevent some breaches to, guys, you can help us grow. You can help impact revenue. Is that even possible? Yes, definitely is possible. I think that 
a lot of times uh, the, the, the cybersecurity preventions make the business to move forward. There is uh, several examples where, where something that was uh, a control or a, a new process in order to be more secure also make business more efficient and also make easier the business for a, for a client or, or bring an easy service. And of course, every single improve in our services, it improve our revenue. So definitely is, is, is something that, that, that we could talk. But talking about, your, I mean, your question was focused on, on me and my team and of course my, my colleagues from, from cybersecurity and, and IT risk and security team all worldwide. So definitely we need to know more the business. If we do not understand what our partners from business are doing, what is our industry, what are our clients and the benefits that we bring to our clients, it's the only way to get more efficient controls and to be preventing um, over, of course, phishing, ditching, over any kind of attack. We need to really understand our business and focus not to close, not to, I, I'm, I'm always saying, and this is something, of course, it's not from me, but I, it's always, I'm always saying, I don't want to say them no. I want to say them how they could do this kind of business or do this kind of connection or the, do this kind of partnership with, uh, I don't know, brokers, I don't know, banks, uh, other kind of association or corporations. So the main idea from my point of view is to understand your business in order to bring the most efficient controls to improve our, our service. And of course, I'm talking a lot of people because in insurance, we, we are more close in the service that we bring to, to the people and the, the promise that we need to bring to them make, make real. So definitely that's, that's why, the, sorry, that's how I, I, I love to do it. And I try to improve always my team in order that they feel the same way. In order to, to, to have a business that feel that we are hearing them, then the business needs to, to improve not only our security, but our business with the correct security. So see, one of, and I actually like the way you're thinking because you're looking at the business from a security lens. And while you would on the surface say that, yes, let's make it secure, but you are using that exercise of securing the business to also fundamentally see where all the business processes could be improved. So your your exercise could be twofold. Yes, you will help them secure it, but also maybe you would improve, bring improvements in the very way they run business, which in turn will perhaps give them the growth that they're looking for. So, I mean, I love that point. Now, the question that comes up that you know, there is executive management, then there are line of business leaders, and then there is security. Security is a horizontal function. Imagine you're going to your line of business leader and say, hey, you know what? I have been given the charter that let's go ahead and optimize this business from a security standpoint. But while I do it, I will also be looking at it in terms of how to make changes to make it better. 
Well, a response from the line of business would be, okay, I will love to hear any thoughts you have, or the person might say, or their team might say, who are you to tell me how to run my line of business? Right? <laughs> so, so those things can happen, and I'm not saying either or extreme, but a combination of things can happen. So one is you say it is an approach you will take. Another is for you to see these changes that you suggest, see the daylight for it to show or make, allow the executive management to make a connection that, hey, you guys actually enabled growth because internal politics or whatever other reasons why those changes are never seeing the daylight. Then you come back to square one and your management says, I don't see you did much. You just made me slow down or line of business guys were uh, complaining that security is trying to change everything where they don't even know what they're supposed to do from a business standpoint. Line of business understands their business better than security people. So why are you going and butting in and trying to fix things which you have no control or no knowledge about? You see what I'm saying? I'm literally taking you inside the room and I'm sure you might have either seen it directly or your other counterparts in other companies may have experienced it. So how do you handle a situation where you have all the right intent and if you did it right, it will help the business. But just because of this politics and other perceptions and how security has traditionally not handled things, it comes and bites you or you're not unable to do. And if you have solutions, we would love to hear. But for that, please stay tuned, listeners. We'll be right back. We'll take a quick break. And then when we come back, let JC enlighten us. How would you tackle this situation? Please stay tuned. Are you holding back from embarking on your transformation journey due to the uncertainty of business value and associated risks? What if you had a partner who could contractually guarantee cost, time, and effort saving, and new revenue potential from day one? Introducing Digital Managed Services by Hexaware. With its unique model, Hexaware turbocharges your digital transformation across both front and back office operations and delivers it at lower cost, reduced effort, improved efficiency, and higher straight-through processing while opening new avenues of revenue generation contractually guaranteed from day one. To learn more, visit Hexaware.com today. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CTN CIO Talk Network, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experience with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive, better care for customers, and improve the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CTN CIO Talk Network with Sunjog All at CIO Talk Network. You are listening to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with Sunjoe Gall. To learn more about our program, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, listeners. So, uh, JC made a very good point that if the cybersecurity group goes and 
suggest changes to the business as part of making the whole business secure, if those changes could be implemented. And that's a great way for cybersecurity to justify its presence, not just as a risk prevention function, but as a growth enabler. So what I did was I challenged him because in real life, line of business leaders will not simply say yes to everything cybersecurity leaders or their team says. How do you deal with those situations? How do you get around and still be able to help line of business improve their business processes, make it all secure, and let the executive management feel that cybersecurity is really earning its paycheck? What do you have to say, JC? Well, I, I already talked a little bit of how, and I, I already bring some, some theory. But let, let's just move to a, a very good um, story. <laughs> well, a, a, a very successful story from from Colombia. So we we have a a, a digital sales uh, project initiative, and we were like just moving a little bit and doing some research and everything. So the first time that we review the initiative and we begin to to suggest control, suggest uh, processes, everybody was like, "Hey, I know I'm not going to make more changes. I don't want to 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 make." more uh, expense over some security, over some controls. I don't see the benefit, blah, blah, blah. So we begin to talk with other partners under our corporation because, of course, salespersons are the experts to sales. And, of course, uh, the, 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 the sales team and the sales leadership, they know their business. But, of course, there are so many things around, like legal processes under the sailing like um, operations post-sailing, the, the way we do the things when somebody already sell a policy or we have a new client and registration and everything. So maybe for, for the specific sales force, it not makes sense to put a lot of controls or a lot of processes under their current process that it will take more time for them. But then we, we have the opportunity to take with, with other uh, teammates from, from the process. So, of course, in a life cycle of, a, of an insurance policy, there is so many people and so many actors from the day that you acquire an, an insurance policy at the moment that you already get your number, certificate and everything, and you are ready to, be, uh, to, to do a claim or everything. So... That's when the when the, the 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 things make sense. So additional controls maybe will take take more time over the sales process, but also it will improve our operational process for get the new policy uh, to to create the new party under the systems to get a process more unified under the legal terms of the contract, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So we begin to do a very excellent research and, and of course, application development team do an awesome process to go with architecture and everybody from IT and business. We begin to work together to make a way that our clients could sign us digitally a, 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 a new policy, a new re request of policy. And with that in mind, we, we, we work together with all our business partners to improve a process. But as you mentioned, 
maybe the line of business that we are talking to, to, to improve is like, hey, you are not the expert of my business. I am. So why you are going to bring me more steps? And then when we, we really saw that, okay, maybe for the sales process is a little bit longer process. But under the whole organization or the whole process for the client, it is a benefit. And of course, the, the partnership with other areas support the investment of controls or technology. And to be very honest, and this is a, a very happy story, as I mentioned, and we were able to implement that extremely quickly because, of course, last year we have the pandemic and everything, so we need to have a solution very quickly, compliant with regulations, complying with legal terms for a new contract, for a new client, for a new business. And, of course, that something that improved the whole operation of a new party. So, with that in mind, a great conversation, a great time. It, it takes us a great effort. But to be very honest, because we begin to do that before pandemic, we have the opportunity to make the improvement as quickly as possible as a result and to answer to this, these periods where, where sales policies so complicated because we are not getting a person by person sales. So we begin with something over an idea over a request because it's something that was not on compliance that was that could be improved in terms of control because we are having a, an important risk over the the documentation or the information and then in a very important process to engage a lot of line of business we get a very awesome result and of course because of this when everything turns off over over covid-19 we have a way to to begin and actually we implemented like month and a half. We were selling policies in Colombia with that. And of course, LATAM have awesome uh, similar stories over their own versions because of course every country has their own regulations. And so so that's that's a very awesome story. Sorry if I, I take no, that was that was good. Very well laid out and the story that you described, it kind of tells, okay, what did you have to do to get people to listen to you and of course even follow your advice because that's going to help everyone right so totally understand that now you know cybersecurity or i mean if i were to go security overall as leaders there is something about this whole function that looks very mysterious or there are some misconceptions and things like that and when someone is confused or is not clear on what, not the what, but how these guys go about doing what they do, they don't feel in control. And they always will push back to say, okay, that's your job. So even executive letter, you say, we have to do this for security. They'll say, okay, go ahead and do that. But don't ask me for too much money or don't ask me for too much resources. So do you think there is a route for you to be able to bring executive leaders up to speed, they will not become a cybersecurity leaders. But are there any certain things which if you clear for them, then they become your best friends and they can talk to you openly about what they want to see happen and become more of an enabler of cybersecurity function, which in turn will help enable the growth? Are there any areas that you feel you guys can, from security standpoint, help educate the executive management, which will only help you? Definitely. Um, 
to bring enough information as clear as possible, but also we, we need to we need to let them see what we see, but of course not with our words. So always, always I talk about cybersecurity in terms of appetite of risk, but this risk, it's always need, always need to be translated in money, in, in cost of operation, in cost, in case of any kind of data leak, any kind of attack, any kind of lost in terms of cybersecurity attack or cyber incident, how much we could lost. And of course, in terms of our reputation, what happened in something like this or that happened to us, what our clients are going to think and how many clients we will lost or what happened in our process if the news gets some information about our corporation, like, hey, they get some um, losses because of a cybersecurity issue or incident over security process or data leak or everything, how much it's going to cost us if our clients get a note like that or get an information like that or we get some pub- some bad publicity or bad news because of something that could actually happen. So definitely the 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 language of the of the executive board is money is the 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 how how much we are going to earn how much we are going to lose what is the desired financial performance so with that in mind this is the language that we need to use to to bring our concerns and let them be their concerns something that i really love to be very very involved with with uh, with senior leaderships is that to be very um, to have that conversations very often, we begin to speak same language or at least the same concerns. We are going to share the concerns in their language, in their in their goals, in order to make that happen. Of course, there are going to be some discussion that hey, this is too much money. We are not going to invest with that, but let's look something in the middle. So I, I think definitely a good conversation a very frequent status and to, to be completely open at what is wrong, what is open. It's, it's, it's the best way. And, and I think a, a good leadership always want to know. So when you bring that knowledge, when that you bring that question, they are always going to question back something else. I, I really appreciate the leadership from from MedLife in Colombia, in Latin America, and of course worldwide, because they are always making questions, new questions. And I think if I receive questions from the leadership, I really feel that I make my work, that I really let them get this idea of, of what is happening, what is the risk. What is the consequences? What are the consequences? Sorry. So let's talk about an angle where, um, you know, we are looking at the business in the way it is running and they want to accelerate their growth. And one we said is, okay, cybersecurity will behave more in a transparent manner or 
do more to uh, support or not be a roadblock, right? One is to not be a roadblock. But would you yourself, looking at your own cybersecurity function, given the, the, the kind of things we are dealing with now, if you were given a free hand, what would you do to reshape cybersecurity itself and what you do on a given day and how you hire people and how they are trained and how much they learn about business or whatever else, right? How would you change things within this function so that it could, if yesterday it was helping accelerate the business by 1%, today it could do 1.5 or 2%. What would you do differently? Looking at your own function, let's forget everybody else for a second. Of course, of course. Well, I, I really... I really think that you need to make the people learn. You need uh, every corporation need education. So what I do, and and something that I really, as you mentioned, uh, how I'm going to shape this this uh, position, I will love to be more a person who who do, do a cons, con, constantly consultant. I'm always love to to make the teams the, the people to learn. So you mentioned about my team. So I'm very strict about my team, but to be very honest, I love most to have new people, new minds in order to to make them learn what I already figured out, what what my colleagues already figured out to in order to make the people growing with with some ideas at least the ideas that I get from how that that processes how that controls could happen could work but I don't want I do not want to to focus in my team I want to focus in the whole organization because we already talk about executives but I really love to make every single person in the organization to learn I love the 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 BISOs, the the business information security officer, people who has this entitlement to ask questions on their security, people in business, people that could be business analysts, that could be developers, but also people that could be process owners, people that could be um, I don't know an an accountant and a financial analyst. Every single person in the organization, I love to make them learn, to make them understand some of the risks, some of the processes. And I, I really think that the most important thing to make this cybersecurity role to work, of course, is to get every single person to get knowledge. And I, I, was, I was talking about, I was talking in another interview about the trainings that MedLife offered to their employees. And we get an awesome campaign about phishing. And in Colombia, I was pushing our, our, our uh, collaborators to take this training with their sons, with their wife, with their boyfriend, girlfriend, with their parents, with every, everybody that is in their home, with the roommates. I don't know. Because it was so colorful, so very well explained, very well detailed with awesome examples that make you think what are the risks for you as an employee, but of course, as a person, as father, as every single part 
of your personal life also. So I think that putting that like a seed in a mind of every single person in the organization, it could help you improve your job. Of course, we need to get monitoring. We need to get um, cybersecurity team. We need to get, I mean, we, we have in U.S. a lot of awesome um, teammates and teams that are working over analytics, over cybersecurity, over uh, in, in intelligence, so, so everything. So, but to improve our organization and to make it easier, I really think that put that seed in the mind of the people, it will grow that doubt. And with that doubt, and I, I, always, I always close my, my emails with, with business, like with that mind, without, with that doubt in your mind, please contact me. Because, because it's the way to make a prevention. The people is the, is the more thin part of the chain. So I really love to focus in, in the people. I, I don't want to say that people is the only thing that matters. But I think it's the only thing that, that we really need to improve everywhere. I, 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 I was in, in different organizations and I see some control improvement, some technology improvement. But every single time, the most thinner part is the people. So I really want to focus in people education over cybersecurity to take out the myths. I think this is the most important thing to, to, to do a big change in our organization and in whole organization or also in cybersecurity or information security industry. Let's take a quick break, listeners. When we come back, I have an interesting angle that I wanted to get your thoughts on. So if you notice, the whole technology ecosystem that is created, the solutions, the services for cybersecurity, it seems like that they're living on an island. They only talk about security and only risk prevention or plugging the holes, but they don't talk about how the growth can be done by them having native integration with the other tools and technologies and services other companies offer for growth acceleration. So if you were to literally start looking at the stack that's available, the product and service stack for cybersecurity, it is very, it seems like it's very cocooned. Unless otherwise I'm missing something. So when we come back, JC, let's look at what we have and we don't need to take names of any vendors per se, but let's talk about the kind of solutions we have. But if your agenda as a security leader is to become a growth enabler and accelerator, then your technology solution and services that you plan to use should also be following that mindset or, or that approach. But there seems to be a big gap. How big is that gap? How can that be resolved? Let's talk more when we come back. Please stay tuned, listeners. Are you holding back from embarking on your transformation journey due to the uncertainty of business value and associated risks? What if you had a partner who could contractually guarantee cost, time, and effort saving, and new revenue potential from day one? Introducing Digital Managed Services by Hexaware. With its unique model, Hexaware turbocharges your digital transformation across both front and back office operations and delivers it at lower cost, reduced effort, improved efficiency, 
and higher straight-through processing while opening new avenues of revenue generation, contractually guaranteed from day one. To learn more, visit Hexaware.com today. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CTN CIO Talk Network, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experience with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive, better care for customers, and improve the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CTN CIO Talk Network with Sunjog All at CIO Talk Network. You are listening to CTN CIO Talk Network with Sunjo Gall. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. So, uh, solutions and services that cybersecurity tools and solution and services and managed service providers, all of those people provide. It seems like cybersecurity or security is a different planet itself where everyone just talk about that and nothing else as if they were isolated from the business. But if you are the user or the, the person and or your team is the one which is going to use these solutions and your new mandate is not purely just talking and thinking cybersecurity and, and uh, preventing security risks, but also to grow the business, then those solutions, services, and partnerships that you want to form, they should be offering such capabilities. What is truly missing from those capabilities, which the listeners, perhaps some people who are offering such services will will pay attention and incorporate so that you are given the support you need from this whole technology, cybersecurity technology, solution services, and managed service partner type of people. Of course. Well, I will. I would love to begin with with secure end-to-end mobility. There are so many great tools, so many great companies about uh, end-to-end mobility. I mean, you always need to be technology like mobile data man, uh, mobile device management. That's definitely something that every single corporation that that get corporate phones for their their associates. Or even if you do not bring them the devices and you are over bring your own device uh, process over bring sorry bring your own device uh, way, it's definitely something mandatory that you need to have. You need to secure your information outside of your network. So when we are talking about devices, you really need to to have something that secure the mobility under your 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 employees or your partners or associates. Um, maybe, maybe with that in mind, with this this same line, of course, endpoint security. Any any kind over the endpoints of laptops or desktops or devices that you do any other kind of devices, not not specifically mobility, but laptops or things. Of course, network security. There are so many great solutions over network scanning, uh, vulnerability scanning over the networks. You, you definitely need to have some of the good brands that, that they scan your network. Definitely like awesome, awesome uh, solutions that, that help you to scan your network over um, more, more artificial intelligence solutions. 
there is so many cybersecurity softwares that, and also cybersecurity services. There are so many companies that, that are a good partnership with you in order to scan your services, to, to go the, the improvement of your, of your network, of your servers, of your um, endpoints. There is so many good brands. So I think that's some of the, the, the importance to, to begin. I mean, it depends on each business. So if your business is the people and your, your, your salesperson, your operations are outside, you definitely need to, to have something that take care of that. If you are having partnership with some call centers or some vendors that deliver some information, products, or any kind of, of asset for your clients or for your associates or for your partners, you definitely need something that tracks every every process like that. And of course, we we need to to get very very involved in in the in in for example in PCI. So there is so many QSAs you you could get into the PCI if you have a process for collection and you do credit card payments, debit card payments. You need to ensure that you are in compliance with everything associated to to this process. And there is so many partners that that they could deliver you help, support for your PCI certification if you are not certified. Or there are so many um, vendors that could deliver applications that are already secure in these terms or in these processes. So, I mean, we could continue talking and talking about uh, some of the cybersecurity companies and some of their cybersecurity categories and systems, but I think this is a good a good beginning uh, that that we could share with with the audience. So um, maybe one last question I would like to ask you is if you had to specifically make sure that the time, I know you spoke a little bit about yourself, but then you moved more towards the team. But what type of the new CISO leadership mindset? and style that needs to be embraced by your community, which I mean is like the CISO community, so that by them doing or embracing that leadership style and that mindset, they end up starting, they they end up communicating and start doing things in a way where it will come across that you are truly a growth enabler and not just for the sake of saying and and, uh, making a perception or a facade, you actually become a growth enabler. What's the thing you should do on the ground? Okay. And I, you got two minutes, so let's yeah. kind of uh, I, I wrap love, it up. I love way. to know the business. I think the best part is to understand your business. That's, that's one of the first things that my CIOs tell me. That, okay, you need to secure, but you need to improve security with, with knowing the business and with, with uh, bring them uh, more, more proficiency. So... My, the thing that I really want to improve first is my knowledge of the business. And second, my knowledge of the other CISOs in my industry and the country. I really, really love to stay involved with them because we together as CISOs, even if our companies are competent, are, are not, I mean, I, we are, even if we are on the same line of, of business, we are a partners in terms of cyber criminals. So, so we are at, we might be a team. That that's what I want to improve. My communication with my colleagues on other companies. 
Thank you so much, JC, for sharing your thoughts and insights about this very important subject that we cannot live without cybersecurity. At the same time, we don't want to see it as a stumbling block. And what our goal should be is that business starts seeing cybersecurity and its leadership and team as the enabler and an accelerator of business growth. So thanks so much for your insights. Thank you very much. I I enjoy, enjoy every single time, Ail. Thank you so much again. And listeners, please connect us with, with us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Pinterest, and subscribe to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts, as well as all major channels where you can listen to podcasts. Once again, thank you for listening to CTN. This is Sanjog All, your host. Till next week, take care and God bless. Thank you for tuning in to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with your host, Sunjo Gall. To learn more about our program or for show archives, comments, or questions, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. Thank you again for listening.